Hello and welcome to another Film Mavericks podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Bunch, and today we are talking all about goal setting. Goal setting is such an important thing to do any time of year, but this time of year we are especially thinking about goal setting. We're thinking about what are the things that we want to accomplish this year. We're thinking about growing our businesses. We're thinking about growing our craft, becoming better filmmakers, and pushing forward the envelope, doing bigger and better things in 2019 than we did in 2018. Some of you are setting goals for maybe going full-time in your business. Maybe you're setting goals to get started. Maybe you're setting goals to increase revenue because you've been doing this for a while, but you could do better. Um, And so today I am talking with my good friend TJ Gaylord of Schweitzer Film. TJ is the um, producer and he's also a director on a lot of their projects. But for this topic, one of the, the, his main roles um, as is as a producer and uh, he does a lot of their sales and that sort of thing as well. And so I think that TJ is a great person for us to be talking to today. Uh, Schweitzer Film is a really special company. Uh, They're all good friends of mine. They are uh, based out of Illinois, St. Louis-ish area. Um, And they are doing some really big stuff, both in the wedding world as well well as in the commercial world. They're doing a million dollars plus a year. And so we have a lot to learn from the team at Schweitzer Film. So TJ, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me on. Aloha means hello, and uh, really excited to be here and talk about <laughs> something that I get uh, really passionate about is the you know the the business side of, of all this really creative fun stuff that we get to do. It makes me not feel so bad when I make my student loan payments for uh, my master's degree I have in in business <laughs> management. So <laughs> nice. I'm ready. That's awesome. So you did, uh, tell me more about that background and kind of, cause you really are, um, you know, one of the more unique people in the filmmaking industry that you do have so much more of a business mind. You're much more uh, business inclined than you are, um, sort of, uh, artists. You're not interested in the whole starving artist thing. And that's one of the things I love about you. So talk to me a little bit more, just give me, give me a, a, a background of kind of where, where you're coming from with all this um, in, in, in relation to this conversation that we're about to have. Yeah, definitely. Um, I can't be a starving artist because uh, we're about to have our third child and mm-hmm. then I would be a, a starving artist of children. So I can't do that. (laughs) Have to have to support the family. Um, And I I really am also selfishly. I don't want to work a real job. And so this this creative outlet, this creative industry uh, is so incredible. But the uh, the way that you get to do the fun stuff is you have to actually have clients and actually take care of them and actually accomplish goals, not just do cool stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, when I got my undergraduate degrees in mass communication and business administration as a second major. Um, and then a couple of years later, I went back. Um, I actually got a coach college football and then I was getting got my nice. master's, a master's of science in management practices, which uh, now they just do as an MBA. So yeah. it's a worse name for a very similar degree. <laughs> as an <laughs> MBA. <laughs> Way less uh, brand recognition, but uh 
Yeah, and so yeah. so I'm able to uh, connect, I think, really well with uh, people who are on the corporate side, um, who are working, who are doing the jobs that I won't do uh, <laughs> as marketing yeah. directors, VP of marketing, or even business owners, um, and really try to uh, interpret their needs and their goals into what kind of content can we create for you guys uh, that's really going to move move the needle. So that's stuff I can get pumped about. I mean, those are the creative challenges. Um, you know, we need to recruit mm. 25 truckers. That's a totally different project than we need to sell, <laughs> you know, 2,000 room nights this year. You know, and mm. those are totally different markets. It, it's a really unique and fun creative challenge. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think when you hear the business side of things, you think you flush the creative part of your brain out or you split them. But man, with goal setting and, and with the business side of, of this creative stuff, um, I mean, I think they're so intertwined. Uh, and when you see it like that, it can make all the parts of, of this uh, more fun and more interesting. And ultimately, you'll be more successful. Absolutely. Yeah, I think bringing these things together is huge. I was actually listening to Gary Vee earlier today, and he was talking about how he came into this whole world of marketing and realized everybody else was segmenting marketing and creative into two different things. And he was just like sort of like blown away. Like, why would we do that? Um, you know, he came from the background of, you know, Gary Vee's story of he um, was working for his dad who had like a, a wine and liquor store. And he built this whole uh, online empire of uh, people who are interested in wine. And uh, he, because he was kind of a one-man show with all that, running all that for his dad's company, uh, he really saw all these things as a cohesive deal, like marketing and creative. And he came into the corporate world where they saw that as two very different things. And um, his his work and his his education inspiration that he's done has really started to turn that for so many people to realize that marketing and creative are, are, uh, you know, should never be separated. So yeah, if I love this you idea. are watching, kind of if you're watching this and you haven't, you stumbled across this video on YouTube before you've discovered Gary V one, you're a unique flower. And two, <laughs> after you're done watching, um, liking, subscribing, Go find Gary Vee's stuff because he's got so many good nuggets, just he so does. many good um, nuggets that are really uh, applicable to creatives, um, I think, more than anybody else. So uh, he and, and this part of the podcast is brought to you by Gary Vee uh, yeah. Audio. He's a, an unpaid sponsor. <laughs> no, he's like, like, seriously, I think one of the things I appreciate about watching Gary is that it gives me like a lot of times it feels like preaching to the choir, but the way that he articulates things gives me language to use with my clients because yeah. he, he knows that world so well that when I listen and watch him, I have new language to use when I'm having um, sales type conversations with my corporate clients that speaks their language a little bit better. Cause he just does that better than I do right now. So yeah. And you'll find a lot of these, you know, marketing managers, VPs of marketing, the people who you're dealing with, um, they listen to Gary Vee. They like yeah. him. They want to be they they want to be doing what he does, and you can help them do that. Or you guys can have a connection of of you know similar language, uh, similar sure. ideas on on different social channels and and what the growth looks like for them. 
Yeah. It's almost like uh, when you find somebody that you don't expect, but you happen to root for the same sports team, you have like this sort of instant bond. It, he almost has like that sort of cult to him. Um, so yeah. Anyways, it's, that's, a, that's it's enough love. by Gary V for. <laughs> <laughs> it's love at first tweet. He doesn't need any extra promotion. He's already got all the promotion he needs. Um, okay, cool. So maybe give me an idea um, just to, to, again, kind of paint the picture, help people understand like why they need to be tuning into this conversation. Give me an idea of what you guys are hoping to accomplish in 2019. So it's it's funny when you, you reached out to, to me about this particular topic because we're in the process of, of putting together some ideas and we're coming together next week as a team um, to really solidify our goals and solidify our plans, uh, not only for the next 12 months, but probably for 12 to 24 months after that. Um, uh, I've been with Schweitzer F- Film for three years. This will be my third year in, in February. And I, I really feel like we have enough data, enough information to really make some important decisions about where we're going moving forward. Um, but I think what's what's relevant for uh, for listeners and, and for viewers um, is to know that is to know our approach to goals and to goal setting. And, and the approach is, you know, you have to start with a, a mission or a vision, right? You have to start with some sort of um, something to put a filter through. So if your hmm. if your mission is, I want to go full time, you know, or if your mission is, you know, I want to hit X dollars, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, five hundred million, whatever that number is, think about it and put it out there. Yeah. And and for us, that helps us make put every decision through there because then the next thing we do is is we re, we kind of reverse engineer that. Okay, you know, you you want to go from whatever. Thirty thousand dollars. I'm just talking gross revenue um, to a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars a year. Okay, what does that look like per month? What does that look like per quarter? Are those numbers that you've been close to or seen obtainable? Or it's mm-hmm. like, let's say we need to make fifty thousand a month. Um, how many projects does that? It's like fifty thousand a month. Well, I'm only charging five hundred dollars a wedding, and I'm only doing weddings. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I need to make some more changes before I can hit those goals. You can get 50 weddings done in a month. Yeah, in, uh, <laughs> in January. Um, and uh, and so those those are kind of goals. You know, for, for us, they're not always just financial goals, but those are good ones, easy ones. It's like a scoreboard. Um, yeah. It's not the it's not the only way we measure ourselves, but it's a it's one way, and it's yeah. a. It sometimes it can be a fun way uh, when things are going well, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean that that's our our initial approach is um, what is our vision or our mission? Um, you know, what are we trying to accomplish? And now, like, let's go backwards and what are things that we can do that we can control uh, to help us get there? Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um... So what does that what does that look like for you guys as you're, you're I mean you, you've got this planning may, meeting coming mm-hmm. up next week that you haven't done yet, but what are some things that you're sort of thinking about that you're going to bring to that meeting, some some ideas of of what you're hoping to get done this year? Yeah, I I think one one big thing for us is is figuring out you know when to say yes and when to say no. Hmm. Um, f- you know, I feel like the whole time I've been in this industry, it's, it's an always say yes mentality, um, which have gotten 
us burned a couple times uh, <laughs> and burned because of our own overcommitments. Um, and so we really need to figure out beforehand when should we say yes and when should we say no to projects? Um, because in the moment, you know, it, it's one of those things uh, similar if you go to a buffet uh, or you go to Thanksgiving dinner and you're like, okay, I can only do one plate. If I do, if I do three plates, I'm going to feel terrible. I'm going yeah. to hate myself. And but so you have to make that decision beforehand because in the moment you're like, I guess a, it's not a full plate. It's just right. like you know a three quarter plate. Um, so yeah, so we we got to figure that out uh, beforehand. When to say yes, when to say no. Because when we say yes too many times, we not only hurt ourselves, but we we can hurt all of our clients. Um, and we are. Um, we value our clients so much and the quality of work so much that, that we will protect that. And we need to protect that, um, over potential growth in, in just straight revenue. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, tell me, let's, let's kind of backtrack. Sure. And you said you've been with, with Schweitzer film for three years now. Um, talk to me about, um, Let's look back at 2018 and some of the metrics and the goals that you had for 2018 and how you went about accomplishing some of those goals. Um, so for, for 2018, our, uh, my personal biggest goal was to, was to break a million, um, in gross revenue. And, uh, I'm pretty sure I could talk about this. I probably should ask Joe if I can talk about this, but (laughs) But he's that was that was a personal that was he's he's upstairs he's uh, I mean, uh he's uh and so that was that was a, a goal, um and, and you know with with people in this industry uh there's not a lot of people who can do that and so that was a you know with the with the size that we're at, um and so we we kind of uh, we busted our tails uh, we said we gave a lot of yeses um, I mean we worked extremely hard. Um, especially this fall, there's just a ton, just a ton of work. I mean, not, not a lot of leisure in the fall. You know, I wasn't, you know, wasn't able to do some things with the family that, that I would have rather done or, or been able to do. So there were sacrifices made for this kind of one goal. Um, and, and with it, we, we have been able to make, um, some really good relationships with some new clients. Um, and we accomplished that. And now we have to step back and say, okay, can we do that again, uh, but still, you know, keep our families? <laughs> Can yeah. we, is, is that, what do we need to change? Where, where are the yeses and the nos? Um, where's the pricing changes potentially? What are the mm-hmm. things that we can control um, that will give us not only growth in revenue and, and growth in stature, whatever, whatever our goals are, but also um, keep a quality of life that we want? Yeah. And that's and that's where you know your goals you you got to balance you know if you're if you're single no kids, uh, you know your work life balance is going to look very different than somebody who's married with their third kid on the way. It's just going to look different. Yep. Or if you if you just want to be a professional you know Pokemon Go player, then <laughs> you know the video work is just paying for that. That that's going to look different too. See yeah. my very. Uh, culturally apt reference there look at you pretty, yeah pretty is it, is no, it is i know it, the youth i guess there's a is that really a thing are there people really playing that again no it's really all about Fortnite, but i feel like Fortnite jokes are played out a little bit yeah 
See, I'm so culturally uh, uh, irrelevant. I don't, I don't, you don't. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I'm not ever get into any of that stuff. It's you got to know. And then I will say this: there is something to be said about knowing the cultural zeitgeist. Uh, yeah. Know know what the youths like. You know what, what grandpa likes. You got to know what grandma likes. You got to know um, because you you need to be an expert. Maybe that's one. Maybe you know that, that could potentially be a goal to to watch more work, to to consume more content. Um, you know, we're in this unique position uh, in a unique industry where it's like, you know, every movie or TV show I watch for leisure, I'm actually working. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm seeing a shot. I'm seeing a style. Um, that show on Amazon, uh, Homecoming. Oh, my goodness. The, like some of the shots are so incredible and so interesting. And he does a really interesting thing with framing that we can nerd out about whenever you'd like to. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, maybe potentially that could be a goal where it's like, you know, watching more intently. You know, it doesn't always have to be a financial goal, a number of clients goal. Um, it, it can be something even a little more abstract like that where it's like every time I read an article or every time I watch a video, like the things that I enjoy breaking down, why do I like them? And then trying to implement that into your own work. Yeah. And like you said, you know, just sort of being aware of, uh, being sort of interested in a bunch of things enables you in those conversations and those, those sales conversations, those client conversations to have some common language, some, common interest and have sort of a, a that that personal connection you know i can't tell you how many times i've been in some, some sort of meeting and been able to give some sort of a whether it's cultural or personal like like yesterday actually i was meeting with a with a mother of a bride and was able to kind of connect with her on a family level you know talking yeah. about my kids and stuff and you know it's whatever it is that gives you that personal connection that helps them see you not just as a person who's there to sell them something but as you know someone who they would enjoy being around so there you go uh guys be familiar with all the bravo shows below deck um (laughs) all the real housewives uh vanderpump rules (laughs) just be culturally aware of them and that that will get you so that was my go-to any bride who i never had met before somebody in the room I could make a Real Housewives reference, and they would be all in. They would we could connect on on Real Housewives or uh, <laughs> Teen Mom, OG Teen Mom Two. Uh, these are all uh, the New Jersey Shore. It just depends. Depends. You got to know. You got to know. <laughs> you got to know your your group. Um, one thing you know. One thing that came to mind about goals is, you know, you you can in business and in life, you can only control what you can control. So you, you can't control how many clients are going to call you back, how many people are going to respond. You can only control how many people you reach out to. So if you are trying to grow your business and you're like, man, I don't know how to get new leads. I don't know how to get new leads at all. You need to take the, I'm going to contact every single person in every single business list and every single find anywhere on Twitter. I'm going to connect with 10 people a day. I'm going to send 10 cold messages out a day, 10 cold DMs, 10 cold calls, 10 to 15, 20, 10 a day over a week. Say you're just doing five days a week. That's 50 a week. 
that's 200 a month <laughs> thinking <laughs> that's yeah 2400 a year like people are going to call you back and yeah. so think about ways where you can control what you can control like uh you know i've seen some people who say like the way to get new leads it's all about your reel make a great reel and they'll come it's like okay kind of kind of true that's one part of the equation but if you feel like your reel your reel's not very good make it a goal to have a great reel and just go shoot stuff just for your reel yeah you know what i mean it's like it's like you you live in you probably live in an interesting area or know an interesting area nearby go film the poop out of it and make a cool little like just create content show people that you can do it and yeah. there, there's just a hundred other things where you can control what you can control and you can uh, put yourself in a better position uh, to catch the eye of somebody uh, who can actually hire you. <laughs> sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Make a reel. That's the type of work that you want to do and then have that be part of what you can you know, send in an email and a DM to somebody. See, hey, you know. We're doing this new cool thing that fits it right in with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, let me know if let me know what you think. Let me know if this is the type of content that you guys are looking for in your marketing material this year. Have you? Yeah, it's like it looks like you have an event coming up. Uh, here's event videos that we've done. Let me know if you want one. You know, I think the last exactly. time we were on, we talked about conferences and we talked about uh, hitting those guys up and and really trying to you know find a niche. You know, maybe that's we sent out about fifty. We sent out about fifty emails to to different conferences that are going on. We only heard back from a handful of them, and um, you know, one or two might work out. But you know, that's uh, that's a good chunk of change. One, yeah, (laughs) if one or two of them work out, even just one, uh, that was well worth the time to spend out those fifty emails. Because those conferences are yearly, guys. They happen every year, so that's an annual. That's something you can really. you know, that, that's a best case scenario for what we're doing. Any kind of consistency <laughs> is <Yep>. good. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, thinking again about, about goal setting, you talked about uh, a goal being hitting a number. You talked about a goal being having a, um, a better quality of life in terms of being able to say no to some more things. Um, what are other goals that you're thinking about? That's a great question. Um, goals, goals I've had in the past have been, um, trying to get particular types of, of content, uh, on certain mediums. For example, you know, the, before we'd ever done one, trying to do a TV commercial, you know, trying to do one for broadcast, um, trying to work with agencies. Be like, we want to work with more agencies, um, you know, trying to do a, a, a destination wedding. You know, we this year, our goal is to do a destination wedding or more destination weddings. Um, so so there's other other goals like that. Um, some some goals that are can be abstract is like, man, just get better. You know, just be yeah. I need to be a better shooter. I need to be a better yeah. editor. I need to uh, I what I hear more from people is is I need more clients and I need more leads um, and and that's that's everybody forever yeah, <laughs> you always no that is a constant goal but yeah for for me I mean I other other goals it's like I, I want to do certain things but it's uh it's hard I gotta balance it you know that kind of the personal 
passion projects that, that I can get excited about versus things that actually can help pay the rent <laughs> or the mortgage, yeah. whatever. So, yep. so yeah, I mean, I don't have a, uh, a great answer for you, but yeah, I mean, just, it's just so many different um, avenues. It can be, you know, maybe attacking, uh, not, not the, the glide cam, the steady cam, but, you know, attacking gimbals like, okay, I got to figure out gimbals or I have to figure out drones. My goal for the end of the year is to be able to fly a drone at a wedding on a shoot, not be afraid, not kill anybody. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, it can be a piece <laughs> of equipment, um, or even industry. You know, we've talked about that. Like what kind of industries do we want to get into? Mm. Uh, the, the fear, the, the kind of asterisks I'll give you with that one is, is everybody wants the sexy industries. You know, everybody wants to do Nike and Under Armour. They want to do Budweiser. And it's like those, you know, beer and, and, and liquor and, and sports, like those are the pretty girls at the bar everybody's hitting on. Right. You know, you can think about industries. Maybe your dad's in a really cool industry that you're like, man, I've never thought about like private airports. You know, I'm, you know, I want to get into private airports or, you know, I want to do more stuff with colleges or maybe something you're passionate about. I want to do more work with this organization or, um, you know, those those guys never really have a ton of money, but they can, you know, maybe it's something you want to do that's beyond the money. It's like I want to do work for, uh, you know, saving cats who've been attacked by dolphins dot org. It's a very niche organization that is good as a niche yeah yeah i mean i don't know what do you think what do you think are some other good goals that go with uh you know not that i haven't said (laughs) yeah no i think i think goals like um particularly for i'm thinking about people who this is this is always kind of a helpful exercise to think about whenever i'm creating content like this for filmmakers is let's sort of put myself in different shoes that i've been in even 10 years ago, you know, 10 years ago when I had, um, you know, two clients in a, in a calendar year that was worth, you know, $3,000. Um, and thinking about what could I do this coming year to change $3,000 into $12,000, you know, cause I'm still working this other job. It's just kind of a side hustle and sort of like putting myself in, in various shoes, of, yeah. of different, all the different places that the people who are watching this film, this, this film, I'm not going to call this a film. That's ridiculous. <laughs> people this who are is, watching this podcast. This is art. This is this hashtag is, art. Is high and art. If high art. we are a couple of artists just making art together. <laughs> uh, but people who are watching this, this podcast, this video, um, are in various places from that person I just described who made, you know, $3,000 last year to, you know, uh, to Joe upstairs, who's going to watch us later, who, you know, brought in a million dollars last year with this company. They're going to be in all different places. And so finding those, um, so, so talking to like, let's just go to that first person who, you know, just sort of, I I get a random job from time to time and somebody pays me 500 bucks and I am thrilled to take it because otherwise I am, uh, you know, doing my barista thing, which is, you know, fun, but that's not what I want long-term out of life. And I think like if you're if you're in that place, I think honing having the, having the skills of uh, or the the goal of of honing your craft yeah. while you're in this you know no risk situation like your your barista job whatever you're doing your accounting job like covers all your bills and 
um, but it doesn't make you happy in life, but I can invest my time into getting really good at this craft. Um, and at the same time that I'm doing that, I can be growing my audience. So as I'm growing, yeah. as I'm getting better, I can be sharing this in such a way that's going to grow my audience so that more and more people are seeing that, yeah, I am getting better. I'm really, you know, at the end of this year, Hey, mm-hmm. I'm pretty darn good. And lots of people now know it because I'm showing this stuff off on a regular basis, even if it's just on my own, you know, yeah. Facebook feed, whatever people now know about it. Um, so I think just like doing those two things of growing your craft and growing the exposure of your skill set to your own personal network um, and also being just just being really intentional about where you're trying to grow that influence um, I think is important like spending some time to actually think about okay if my goal was to one day be realized where I was making a full-time income off of this and I was able to say see you later my boss and do the full-time filmmaking thing maybe even grow my own studio with multiple filmmakers um what would i want my social media uh, Mm. sort of platform to look like at that point and then start building with that end goal in mind rather than you know getting way down the road and realize oh crap i gotta rebrand all this stuff again and yeah um you know now i have to think about the complete different audience that I'm trying to reach because I just wasted all those years building this <laughs> platform and I'm not even trying to reach those people anymore. Yeah. And that may happen. That may just happen because you realize you learn things and you realize, Oh, I'm better at this than that. And I thought I was going to be better at this, but I'm actually better at this. And I'm actually even more passionate about this. So that may yeah. change, but at least put some intention and some thought into it so that hopefully you can avoid those hurdles. I think you got to do I think, I think you're right. I think you got to do it every day. Do it every day. You have to be filming every day. You have to be editing, filming or editing every day. You know, even if it's, if you're full-time barista and you want to be full-time filmmaker, you need to be going to parks and filming every day. You know, you need to be, you know, be getting out little action figures and doing fake movie trailers. Um, You just gotta, you know, it's about reps. You know, the the 10,000 hours book is, is a really interesting book. And all that is, it's like, the more you do something, that's how you get good at it. Yeah, and, like, and that's the truth. Is it doesn't really matter what it is that you're doing either, because right. if it is you filming action figures, making some sort of a stop motion thing or whatever, you're gonna look at things and you're gonna realize, uh, oh, my lighting's not as good as it could be, and I'm gonna keep tinkering yeah. until I get my lighting right, and that's gonna translate to other jobs that you could do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're gonna learn about you're gonna learn about audio as you're capturing it. You know, I remember that's when right. I was in college, there was these filmmaking festivals. And there was this really well done film, uh, with the exception of the audio, it was just complete garbage, from uh, you know this one group of students, and uh, you know it's like these little things that get I say little things it's like these huge things <laughs> that get overlooked, um, because we're just sort of uh, kind of have tunnel vision with things. So, mm-hmm. you know, f- maybe a goal would be to find three other filmmakers who uh, you respect in some fashion. And to build a relationship with them that they could give you honest feedback on the work that you're producing on a regular basis. You know, I think that is just so valuable because otherwise you're, you're just showing your con. If you're just showing your content to mama, you know, (laughs) Hey Johnny, you did a great job. Oh, this is is the best thing I've ever seen. 
You yeah. are the next Michael Bay. And Mom that's loves just you too not much helpful. To keep it yeah. real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think, yeah, building a relationship, you know, hopping onto the forums online, getting involved in the comment section down below, um, yeah. you know, whatever it is, like to connect with other filmmakers who can mm-hmm. give you honest feedback. Um, in fact, we actually do that. So uh, post your film down below. And we will potentially, you could get on our new show, Film Critique Fridays, where I review one of your films and give you very honest feedback and tell you the things that you're doing well and the things that you really need to work on. And so finding ways to connect with other people to grow what you're doing would be a huge, awesome goal, um, regardless of where you're at in your career, but especially for those who are just getting started. And boys and girls, that's called a native plug, okay? Mm. That is a, a radio professional bringing the topic back to what he wants to plug okay so put the film below so he has enough films to critique and make all of you cry while he feels good about himself uh very smart move uh my man yeah no no i i you know it, it's there there's such a practicality to to goals and to growing and to getting better there's such a like uh you know how, how does this you can get lost in the the kind of big picture, the broad strokes, the New Year's resolutions, if you will, you can you can kind of get lost in all that um, when it really comes down to getting up earlier than you want to do or staying up later, um, doing things that other people aren't doing, you know, doing the things other people aren't doing, and that's how you stand out, and that's how you grow, and and for us, our all of our successes come from being very different. being being very different with our approach to contracts with our approach to um revisions with our approach to you know who will work with industries will work with you know we we don't um charge brides differently based on what their daddy does you know it's it is uh you know we we have a level of consistency um that that i think people appreciate we we try to make it easy to work with us not hard um we try to get rid of all barriers uh for people to say no uh we will we will work without contracts we will work without uh deposits <laughs> and so uh um you know we're we're unique and, but but we've we found a, a ton of success and uh and i think that if you if your general goal is to grow um, I think that if you can find some specific ways, some specific measurables um, to do it, some practical ways to do it, that it, it's going to happen for you. Um, mm. But you, you got to choose, choose to have the good attitude about it. You know, you got to choose to to pound the rock until it breaks uh, and to do things other people aren't willing to do. Yeah, in a positive Absolutely. way, not in a weird thievery way or some sort of illegal way. Do things people aren't <laughs> willing to do in a positive, the positive way. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna think about like those those different places again. Bring us back to that places that place of those different people. So I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna get some free coaching here. I'm gonna let you okay. let you kind of speak to to me in the place that we're at. You know, we're we're maybe where you guys were a few years ago. You know, we're doing about 500k, so about half of what you guys did last year. And um, you know, we have. Uh, goals to, you know, to within a couple of years to kind of get to that same place that you're at now, um, doubling our revenue of what we did last year. So 
coach me from from that place <laughs> and the listeners who are in that same place of they've built something that's substantial but they're not satisfied they're they're reaching for that goal they're going for seven figures what do you got for me TJ I would say that you have to be able to on a corporate side deliver a wider range of content options um, you know we're we are growing um, up and, and growing into this new world where it's not just about video and photo it, it's just about digital content you know you can throw cinemagraphs in there you can throw 360 stuff in there um, you know we've had to write more more scripts we have to do more writing this year than ever before um, photos photos for the all the different platforms you know what kind of photo and video works on Instagram stories versus snapchat stories versus you know Facebook video um, increasing your knowledge about that. So, so being able to provide a ton of digital uh, assets on a single shoot is, is a really easy way to grow fast. If you are shooting video and you are not also doing photo on the same shoot, that is a wasted opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to have photographer friends or become a photographer um, and, and be able to do that. It is such a wasted opportunity. And the client thinks... We don't need photos. They do. Do it for them for free for once. And then say every other shoot you can have all these photos. Um, and it's only X more dollars. It, it's it's a deal. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't consider myself a photographer. But every time I shoot photos, it's for our biggest clients. So mm. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to start my own photography as a class where I just teach people how to shoot for Fortune 500 uh, photo, <laughs> photo clients. No, I mean, I, I think that's, that is, um, that's number one is, is take your, what you're doing now and, and grow it a little bit, be able to add value, um, for, for your clients without adding a ton of cost for you. You're already there. Everybody's already set up. You're already doing makeup and hair or whatever. Um, this, the second thing would be to connect. I mean, I, I would encourage everybody to make friends with every, ad agency in their market Mm -hmm. um these these uh, these guys and girls they they have a lot of access to bigger clients and bigger budgets than you do um they are looking for really good partners as well they need an awesome you know video team an awesome photo team for things that can be you know that can come up short or that there can be plans for so i'd reach out and connect with every agency in your area um not st louis they're they're uh, no, <laughs> they're all garbage That's, over there. No, no, they I, I mean, we can't do everything. So come, come yeah. to St. Louis, do some awesome, awesome stuff. Um, and then I would, I would find um, industries that you've had success in, um, and and really hit up everybody else in that industry. Um, unless you're, you know, you're locked in for life with, you know, Larry's construction company, y- you have some room to to hit up other construction companies. Um, and say, hey, we did this for for them. What do you think? <laughs> because, yeah. and, and sending out a lot of those um, because you know sometimes people need to see exactly uh, what you can do for them before they'll bring you in. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean th- those are the things I would do. Um, those are the things I I am doing and <laughs> will do. You know, every every time they ask for a video, you know, one of my first questions is is do you also want photo? Do you also want 360 stuff? Do you also want um, cinemagraphs? Uh, you know, what's the end goal for this? How can we make? How can we maximize the content we're going to give you? Uh, mm. 
you know, we did, here's a very small example. This was, I don't even know if we charged extra or anything. Uh, we had, we filmed a, an, an interview with the CEO. It was basically, he was, he was, a. it was one half of the interview. The other guy was on the phone. And then while we had the CEO there, you know, this was right before all the holidays. And so it was like, Hey, do you want to do a holiday message? And they're like, Oh, great. I awesome. Great. Talk to the camera. Here you go. Three, two, one, happy holidays. And, uh, being able to edit that quickly for them. That's just a way to add, you know, you could call it an upsell. Um, but it's really a way to, to, uh, add value. Yeah. And like I said, I'm, I might be the worst businessman ever because I don't think I charge for that, but, <laughs> um, no, I mean, just, just being creative, just trying to think of things, you know, when you have, um, when you have the board, they're like, Oh, we have this big conference and the board comes and they meet and then they all go. It's like, do you want to do like little interviews with them? Do you want to get them on camera? Cause these C level, these C level people, man, their schedules are full. They're hard to get in front yeah. of the camera and you could really, you know, you, you just sprinkle ideas to your marketing managers, to the, the VPs of marketing, whoever you're dealing with. Um, and I think you can uh, you can have a lot of a lot of success there. Absolutely. So that was a lot. That's good stuff. <laughs> I appreciate the free coaching. Um, don't bill me later. <laughs> Deal. No. Um, so just kind of kind of wrapping up, closing thoughts. Um, put a put a pretty bow on this for us. What are um, what's some some parting thoughts you want to leave to people who are thinking about? Stepping their game up in the new year. Yeah. Setting goals uh, are good. Is good. Don't know how to say that. <laughs> Setting goals are good. Are a good thing. That's what I want to say. Uh, they're a good thing for you. They're going to help you grow. Uh, if you just have vague goals, you probably won't accomplish them. Uh, that's why dollar goals are, are really helpful. Um, but, but the key is to, I think in accomplishing any goal is to just be consistent. I mean, you just got to do it. And if there's two days where you don't do it, you can always start again. You know, one, one day, one day of messing up doesn't mean you're, you're finished for forever. Or one day of not doing something doesn't mean you're, uh, it, it was all a waste. Um, you know, your, uh, life, life is long. Life is very long. So you have a long time. Uh, but the market is great right now. So you don't have a long time. You really got to get your stuff together <laughs> before there's a, there's a big pullback. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I think, uh, if you're, if you've listened to, if you've watched and listened this far in, uh, I think there's a ton of stuff you can take away, man, take the stuff that's gold, throw the rest out as garbage. And, uh, and I think you'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I think, uh, <clears throat> really solid advice because, so many of uh, so many of us, so many are really um, lean so heavy into the artist side of things that setting goals is not something that comes natural or easy. Um, it's we're sometimes much more loose about that. So uh, we'll we'll let things happen the way they are. Organic's kind of a sort of a, a yeah. buzzword. We're going to let things happen organically. It's like, well, no, because that's not how you're really actually going to grow. Um, any, any of the best artists out there didn't just let things happen the way that they happened. They had goals of improving their craft. They had, um, you know, th they had these measurable things that they could do to really 
become the great artists that they were. And same thing in business, um, even more so, is if you if you want to grow your business, you have to know where you're going. You can't just be wandering out there. You really have to know where you're headed. And that's what goals help you do and specific goals, not a goal of, um, I want to make more money this year. You know, <laughs> cool, but put a number on that. Yeah. And then figure out what it takes to achieve that. You know, I love what you said yeah. at the beginning. You know, okay, if you say I want to make, uh, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars this year, it's the first year yeah. I would ever be able to do that, and this year I'm going to make a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Okay, well, what does that mean um, in a month, and what does that mean mm-hmm. in a quarter, and what do I need to do this week to push myself so that this month I'm getting to that goal, yeah. and what I need to do today to be able to get to where I need to this week to get to that month goal, to get to that quarter goal, to get to that year goal. And, and really thinking about things backwards that way of setting up the bigger goals that are very specific and then coming back and saying, you know, what are the tangibles? What's the one thing I could do today that would help me reach that goal um, this month and this year? So great one stuff, of, TJ, oh, man. Go ahead. Think. Oh, I, was, I, was, <laughs> I, I think everything you said is great and correct. And I think one like really small thing that I like to do is on a whiteboard I have in my office a a big thermometer and i started this years ago uh and and every kind of month we fill in more of the thermometer and we have whatever our kind of end of year goal is and then as the thermometer grows it it makes you feel good about yourself yeah and sometimes it can be a kick in your butt um if you're like the thermometer should be at whatever 20k and you're at 4k okay you know come on daddy we gotta we yeah. gotta start start kicking kicking ourselves in the butt. So uh, yeah, I mean I, I think putting it you know putting it on the wall you know privately if if you'd like. But but yeah, I mean everything you said is is a hundred percent right on. And so hopefully you guys, uh, I'm excited to hear your goals. Or twelve months from now, I'm excited to hear you know what kind of goals you guys had and if you accomplished them or not. Yeah. Um, and I would be. You'd have to be super uh, humble, I think, to be able to be like, "Hey, I said I want to do 500. I did, you know, 485. But you know what? I honestly didn't think I'd do 500. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So, um, uh, yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks Absolutely. everybody for watching hey, and listening. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey TJ, if uh, people want to go and see more about what you guys are up to, where should they go? You can always find us on Instagram at Schweitzer Film, on Facebook, search for Schweitzer Film. Uh, all of our work's on Vimeo. Uh, some of our work is on YouTube. <laughs> uh, you can, uh, you know, reach out to me uh, specifically. Uh, Instagram at TJ Gaylord. You can always DM me um, and look at pictures of my kids because that's nice. 90% of my Instagram feed. <laughs> I feel you. Me too. Awesome. Well, thanks again, friend. This was fantastic. Awesome. Thanks, brother.